Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Haley's Hot Take. I am your host, Haley Taylor Simon, back at it again, talking hockey per usual. And right off the bat, I want to thank you guys. And the reason why I want to thank you is obviously the Flyers are on a 10 game winless streak. That pains me to say, but it's the reality. And what I do, not only am I covering the team, but that is also my hockey team. This is my hometown team besides the team that I cover and report on. And for all of you to listen to my podcast, to interact with me on socials, to read my content, my articles that I put out, and taking the time out of your day to listen, to read about a team that is not fun to watch, I appreciate that. And I know a lot of you guys come from me as your news source, and I appreciate that. I was reading some tweets today from some of you guys and just hearing, you know, that you come to me for your source of Flyers news truly does mean a lot because I want to make this as entertaining, as enjoyable for you as possible, even though I completely understand the current state of the team, which is not a fun team to watch. So what exactly does 10 in a row actually means? Well, right off the bat, I can tell you that this team is not good. And I know what you're going to say. A lot of people already knew that. But there's always people that look for the positives to talk about. And I cannot do that today. I can't. This is a team sport. It's not an individual sport. And sure, there's guys on the flyers that I do believe are fantastic. Well, let me rephrase this. There's one player who I think is fantastic. And I'm not going to call this player out because they're still on a 10-game winless streak and It just feels weird praising one player while criticizing the rest. So I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to say is this. Yes, this is different than last year's team, 100%. I think that, and again, take this with a grain of salt, they look better on the ice. And I'm not saying that they're good. I'm saying that they do look better than they did last year on the ice. That's an improvement. But... I don't think that this team is going to end with that much better of a record than last year's team. I really do not believe that. There are so many injuries, and I know, at what point do we need to stop blaming the injuries and blame the guys on the ice? I get that. But at the same time, I cannot say that injuries are not playing a factor when you don't have Wade Allison in, who was actually incredible in the first couple games. That's an issue. When you don't have Coots. That's an issue. And who knows when he's going to return? JVR. It's all of these key players. Konechny being out. That is kind of adding on to this mess that we see on the ice. And I think that it's deeper than the players themselves. I think that this NHL organization just doesn't have the foundation of getting players that are going to make a difference. And... We're obviously, they're not doing good at developing them either. So that's another uh, factor going on. But it's just becoming unenjoyable to watch this team. There's no fight. Well, when I say there's no fight, I know there's fights on the ice, but there's no fight and desire of racing down the ice to get the pucks or to make actual passes that can lead for an opportunity to score. There is none of that. And, you know, certain players fighting every single game, awesome. That should bring in some momentum, but then lately it hasn't. 
and it just seems so repetitive and it's so old and this team is just becoming hard to even support and you know I go to almost every single home game because I cover the team and you know hockey fights cancer that was such a special night and I think that the organization did a great job of honoring all of those who have battled or currently battling cancer and it was a big turnout but that was because it was for that night or when the penguins came to town the black friday game it was to boost sydney crosby people need to find reasons to go to these games not because they want to watch the philadelphia flyers play but because it's for another reason than the flyers themselves and that is an issue you know um the islanders they come to philadelphia on tuesday and i can tell you this I'm going to see a lot of Islanders fans on Tuesday because some Flyers fans probably are going to be like, you know what? It's a Tuesday. This game, not that significant. What's the point of going? And that has been the theme all last year. And it's beginning to look like that again this year. And it is sad because I remember it being so packed in the Wells Fargo Center, you know, a couple years ago, the season of bubble hockey before covid and the team was fun to watch. The team had great effort on the ice and people wanted to support them. And Philadelphia, it can be a hockey city. You know what? It should be a hockey city because if the team played with effort, with heart, then people would show up. But they're not playing that way. So people will not go. And it's upsetting. But they cannot continue on like this for the rest of the season. You know, last year I made a couple of jokes, you know, 10-game losing streaks, you know, multiple 10-game losing streaks. I cannot believe I am sitting here again talking about another 10-game winless streak. Now, John Kincaid from the John Kincaid Show, who um, I work with sometimes at 97.5, did mention to me, because we were talking about it, a losing streak is when you completely lost all uh, 10 games, right? A winless streak is when you go to overtime during some of the games because you do get a point. So that is the first thing I want to say, that this is a winless streak, folks. This is not a losing streak. I know it might sound the same, but it is not because the Philadelphia Flyers were able to accumulate a couple points. I know, crazy, but, you know... Maybe they're not just so full of disappointment. Actually, they are. Who am I kidding? But I wanted to first off say that I understand the city's frustration. I am with you guys. And I put out a tweet the other night and I said, describe the flyers in one word. I was upset. And I just wanted to hear maybe some adjectives that could describe, you know, what you guys thought of the team. And I got hundreds of of responses with you know different words like disappointment and frustration and for all of you guys to share that with me I just had to share that on my podcast and say I hear you I may not be able to reply to everybody but I hear what you're saying it is very frustrating so what exactly you know can we really look forward to ahead and this is what I wanted to talk about And it's going to be a little bit disappointing, but it's the upcoming schedule. 
realistically, <laughs> and I made a joke about this, I don't know if the Flyers could win until Sunday, December 11th again. So I'm going to tell you what the schedule is, and we're going to discuss a potential game the Flyers could or should win. Probably could. So the Islanders come into Philadelphia on Tuesday. I understand the Flyers did have a lead at some point uh, last night, Saturday night. I do not think that they will beat the Islanders on Tuesday. So that would theoretically be 11. Then they host the Lightning on Thursday, and it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're going to lose. The Devils come to Philadelphia on Saturday. The Devils are one of the best teams in the NHL right now. I know the Flyers beat them opening uh, night, but they will lose to the Devils. And then, oh, folks, it gets worse. On Monday, December 5th, the Avalanche, the defending Stanley Cup champions, come to Philly. I take that as a loss. Then the Flyers host the Capitals. They could, and this is going to be my first, they could. They could beat the Capitals on home ice. A lot of people will go to this game because they want to see Ovi probably. One of the best of all time. You cannot deny that. But they could potentially beat the Capitals. Then the Flyers head out to Viva Las Vegas and take on the Golden Knights, who is the West Coast team that I follow. So I always like watching these two teams battle. It's fun for me. Now, this is interesting. Last season, the Flyers beat the Knights twice. Two times that they played the Knights, the Flyers won. So they very well could beat the Golden Knights. So that is another could. So now we have two coulds in a row. Now this is the should. <laughs> the Flyers should beat the Coyotes Sunday, December 11th. Right now, the Coyotes are a better team than the Flyers. <laughs> I cannot believe I said that out loud. Oh, my gosh. But I just did. And they really shouldn't be losing to the Coyotes. Oh, my gosh. I... You know what? That's actually really sad, that moment when you realize the Coyotes are better than the Flyers. That is a sad moment, folks. But they could beat the Coyotes, okay? Then the Flyers play the Avalanche on their home ice. They're going to lose. And then they go to New Jersey and play the Devils. They're going to lose. And then they have the Rangers on December 17th at the Wells Fargo Center. That is always such a fun game, Um, the Christmas game with the Rangers every single season. So much fun. They're going to lose. And then the Flyers host the Blue Jackets, who they've been awful against this season. But they should win that. They really should win that. Because if there's one team worse than the Flyers, it is the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that is a little bit of a look ahead. It doesn't look so promising. It doesn't at all. And I know that. And that's why I wanted to tell you guys. It's not going to be an easy road ahead. This is not an easy schedule. The Flyers do play some very good organizations, and I'm not expecting the Flyers to go on a 10-game winning streak. Are you kidding me? No way. I'm not crazy. But I am expecting them, with the games I did mention, to get maybe six points. (laughs) Is that so crazy of me to say? For them to get six points with, well, actually, that sounds crazy, because who knows if they can do that, but... I really do not want to go into December with this losing streak. So hopefully they break it um, soon. But I am not holding my breath at all. All right. Well, on a more 
positive kind of note, we're going to go into some questions of the week. My favorite segment, you guys. I love when you ask me questions. But before we get into questions of the week, I want to tell you guys about today's programming sponsor. It is GoPuff. You guys already know the best delivery service, not just in Philadelphia, even though it's Philadelphia-based, but all over the United States of America. GoPuff is a delivery service. You can get some food, home essentials, things for your pets, alcohol, maybe have a couple of drinks while watching the Flyers. You never know. But if you use code Haley T. Simon 13, so it's Haley T. Simon, the number 13, you will get $13 off your first three orders. Yes, not just two orders, but three orders. Go Puff made an exception. They know about my podcast and they love that you guys are using their service. So they wanted to do something special for you guys. So instead of $10 off, they made it $13 off for three orders. So make sure you guys check out GoPuff. Again, that is code HaleyTSimon13. And that actually does not include alcohol. So anything but alcohol will get you that $13 off. So if you want to get some snacks and alcohol, it's like you're getting the snacks for free. So just keep that in mind. And I hope you guys love the app as much as I do. I love GoPuff. And again, that will be in the description of this podcast. All right. So I said to you guys on my Twitter, which is Haley T. Simon, same as my Instagram. I changed that, actually. So that's kind of cool. I said, give me your thoughts and questions. I made it kind of generic. I didn't really have anything specific. I just wanted you guys to talk to me. That is all I wanted. So let's go see. Okay. Colton said... I just want to compliment the fact that you said <laughs> first 10-game winless streak. Do you see another run coming in the horizon? And Colton, the reason why I said first 10-game winless streak is because last season we had multiple. It is November right now. I would be crazy to say that it's impossible for the Flyers to not have another winless streak of 10 games. Maybe not 10. Maybe it would be 7 or 8. But absolutely, I see another winless streak coming. I don't think that it may be 10. But as I did say, it could be that 8, 7. It just It's too tough of a schedule for this Philadelphia team to not have another winless streak. Adam said, I love this word, pitiful. <laughs> I love that word. Um, with, you know, the 10-game losing streaks, and the injuries, will we ever see, like, I'm trying to read this comment. Will we ever see, like, guys like Hayes step up? Um, I don't think that it's not Hayes stepping up. I think there's no support around him. And, you know, he had a goal the other night, and I understand it's not that big of a deal when they were losing by four. But I think that when you have a center, because Kevin Hayes is a center, and you don't have those wingers that are going to be able to support him, he's not going to thrive. And it's really difficult for one player to make all of these big plays on ice. So I don't necessarily want to blame Hayes. I just think that it's kind of an impossible situation. Matthew says, what would you like to see the rest of the season? And what would you consider a success? That's a good question. I like that. So the rest of the season, what I want to see, I want to see development. I want to see development in the defense. That's huge first off because Carter Hart does need that support. 
I want to see passing the puck. I don't want to see selfish playing. When a team comes together and they pass the puck and they make good plays, smart plays, and skating fast, beautiful things can happen on the ice. But right now, this team just shoots the puck down the rink, behind the net, and it's icing. I'm sick of that. That's not going to make the team good. Maybe it gets rid of puck possession from the other team for a couple seconds, but the puck will come back to them. So I think that the development of the guys and the attitude. And I'm going to insert a couple of clips right now of me talking to different players after the game, um, Kevin Hayes and McGowan, and they're going to talk to you guys, and you're going to hear the question, obviously, about the dynamic in the locker room and the motivation. How do you feel like you can maybe motivate the team and get that energy back, you know, taking on the Islanders tomorrow? Uh, I mean, when you lose eight or nine in a row, I don't think the motivation needs to be found. It should be there every night, and uh, hopefully come tomorrow. Um, we have that energy right from the start, and we play a full 60. And then following up on that, has there been anybody specific in the locker room that has kind of like motivated the team a little bit and stepped up? Yeah, I think, you know, we have a good attitude in here. Uh, you know, we got to stick together as a team. I think... You know, we're doing a good job of that. You can't be pointing fingers and, you know, and, you know, getting down on guys. I think, you know, we have good teammates in here that are, you know, trying to pick guys up and everybody's trying to stick together. So, uh, you know, we got to keep with that. So clearly, as you guys heard, there is some positivity on their end and some optimism. But again, I was a little disappointed in McEwen's answer because I wanted him to name me a specific guy that has stepped up and, he didn't do that, obviously. So I don't know. There's a leadership problem. They say that the locker room is good energy, but at the same time, I don't know what it's like right after the game ends. So I guess time will tell. Kyle said, I'm sad, Haley. I hear you, Kyle. I'm sad, too. Again, that was a thought. <laughs> and then um, Checkers said, which 10-game losing streak are we talking about? I'm sure that you're referring to last season, and I am talking about this season. I get it. There has been a lot of losing streaks and winless streaks, and I get that. But as I said, this team is not the same team as last season. They are not. This is an AHL team playing in the NHL. And I will say that with the most respect to the AHL, because I do understand that there is some great players on the AHL that are not with the Flyers right now, like Cam York, who's been playing really well. But this is not a NHL caliber team whatsoever. So it is what it is. Oh, I got a compliment for being a WVU alumni. Um, I'm just going to say Eagle. Key phrase, first 10-game winless streak. Won't be the last of them either this year. Smart WVU alum there. Good job, Haley. From another WVU alum, <laughs> can you get Neil Brown fire now? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was reading that, and I thought it was going to go in the direction of hockey. <laughs> but this guy really brought up West Virginia football. Um, <laughs> I love how the two things can be tied into one. That really actually just cracked me up so much. <laughs> Uh, first off, go ears. And uh, secondly, I mean, he did beat Oklahoma State. So you got to give the man some credit on that, right? But I guess that there is a couple um, disappointments going on right now between Philadelphia sports and uh, WVU sports. But uh, <laughs> that act, that was a good way to end the questions of the week, honestly. That was 10 out of 10. 
hands down. I think my new favorite uh, comment I ever got for questions of the week. Speaking of the Flyers 10-game winless streak, how about the Mountaineers and firing Neil Brown? <laughs> that is awesome. Um, <laughs> folks, for those who don't know, I did go to WVU, and I had the best time of my life, and I did sports radio at West Virginia University. I did hockey. I did play-by-play for hockey. I did color for soccer, and I covered uh, the basketball as well. So that's a little bit about me in case some of you are new and didn't hear my podcast. Wow, that's crazy that my first season of my podcast was when I was um, a junior in college. So that was funny. That <laughs> You guys never fail to make me laugh. And that is why I am working so hard to try to figure out how I can get you guys to call in. Because if I heard that live, like somebody physically saying that, I would have had a much bigger reaction than I did reading that. Because reading it, I was like, oh, like he called me smart. And then boom. So that was funny. That was good. That was um, the first time I think I've laughed all episode, which is very unlike me. All right. Going forward. Going forward, I want to see, as I said, the development. I want to see effort on the ice. They look like a slow hockey team. And I have talked to many other fellow reporters, and we have talked about how slow these guys look on ice. So I want to see mobility. I want to see leadership. None of the guys have worn an A. Isn't that crazy? None of the guys who had an A last season or wearing an A this season. I respect not having a captain yet because I agree. I don't think any of these guys are deserving of being a captain. And the one player that is deserving is Coots, who is injured. So obviously he can't wear a captain up in the press box. I see him every single game. I think it'd be useless for him to have a C on while sitting up there. That's not going to help. But, you know, it's unbelievable. Hayes... No way. Provy, no A. Atkinson's up in the press box, so he can't even be somebody. And then when Konechny comes back, I doubt Tortswood. I I really do. And I like Tortorella a lot. It was funny. I was um, <laughs> asking him a question the other night. I said, after Kevin Hayes' goal, why was there not any momentum drawn on the ice? Usually goals accumulate momentum. And he replied with saying, no. That is Tortorella basically saying, you already know how the game went. I don't have to say anything about it. And I respect that because, you know, thinking about it, I wouldn't want to say anything either on behalf of these guys. Um, He knows what he has to do, and I trust him. He is a very good coach, and I like his coaching style. And I like that he is able to say, you know, I don't want to talk about this because I don't want to call out individual guys. And... I respect that because most of these guys right now should not be playing in this level. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but Justin Braun is a fourth line guy playing much higher than he should be because of the lack of talent on this team. So no, it is not fair for him to call out different players that should not even be playing on the lines that they are playing. I am getting heated right now because it is so infuriating because this team does not have any players that should be playing where they're at. The only player that makes sense of where he is at is is Carter Hardinette. That makes sense. Other than that, everything is a mess. And 
I hate to say it is what it is, but at this moment, it is what it is. And there's nothing more that is going to change the direction of the Philadelphia Flyers. I know everyone's like, oh, you know, tank, you know, for the first overall draft pick. No, (laughs) that is not a good mentality to have. And these are professional athletes, whether you like it or not. And they are not going to purposely lose games for a draft pick. They are not trying to purposely lose any of these games whatsoever. I get it. The Canadians, when Montreal got that goal with 1.9 seconds left to tie up the game and then go to OT and eventually win in a shootout, infuriating. They couldn't hold on to that lead for 1.9 seconds. Unbelievable. And then their shootout game, oh my gosh, Kevin Hayes last season was the only player in the Philadelphia Flyers to get a goal during a shootout. Again, unbelievable. There is a deep issue with this team, and I hate saying the word team. I'm going to say organization. There is a deep problem within this organization. And the last thing that I want to say before I end up like punching a hole in the wall because I am getting heated. It is November. We have a lot of hockey left, whether you like it or not. I have a job to do. A lot of your replies on my tweets have been telling me that the questions that I ask are soft, that I should be asking other questions that are frankly inappropriate to ask. Yes, You might have an opinion. You are free to use that opinion, but I do have a job to do, and I will never ask any single question that I deem is inappropriate in the situation that it is being asked or it is in. I respect, you know, the organization, and I respect that I'm able to cover the team that I grew up with. I really do. And as a reporter, and as also a Philadelphian, I just want to let you guys know, I hear your frustration, but the questions that I ask will not change the outcome of this team. I know that you guys think that if, you know, they hear it from somebody, something will happen, but that's not how it works whatsoever. So I just want you guys to know that the questions that I ask are based on how the games are going. It's based on, you know, going forward in the games. The players, they don't care about management. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But that's very inappropriate to bring up to a player about the management of a team. So, as I said, I respect all of your opinions 105%. I truly do. But I'm never going to ask any player about the management. That is um, inappropriate to me to ask. So, I just wanted to address that here. So, my Twitter isn't always flooded with the same questions for multiple people. Not just one. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of tweets, actually. But I'm going to end on a positive note. (laughs) No, it is not about the Flyers. The Philadelphia Eagles play tonight against the Green Bay Packers, some Sunday night football, hoping to advance 10-1 and this season. And I think that's pretty awesome. That's my positivity. It's not about the Flyers. It is about your Philadelphia Eagles. So on that note, folks, I will talk to you guys soon. Hopefully when this winless streak is eventually broken, if it ever is. But until then, go birds, and I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.